You're listening to How You Show Up with me, your host, Brad Wiseman. Hi, this is Jeff Wojtovich, the guest host once again for How You Show Up with Brad Weissman. And uh, Brad, we said last time that we wanted to follow up on, on a couple of things that were going on with your musical career. And mm -hmm. you're telling us about reminisce and your love for music. We got back into all that. But after the show, you brought something up that you forgot to mention. And silly you, how you could forget to mention this, but tell everybody what the surprise is. Oh, the surprise is this. I, I, it's actually kind of interesting. I, I haven't been doing a whole lot of writing and things like that over the past 15 years, but I try to keep my hands in it as much as I can. And uh, I have a friend that works for NFL Films. Uh, his name is Dave Robodeau. A uh, good friend of mine. He's actually from the Muhlenberg area, and he's actually the head composer for NFL Films. Uh, we've stayed good friends, and whenever he has projects that involve writing lyrics or, or some melodies and stuff like that, he'll sometimes call me and say, hey, do you want to come down? We'll try to, to come up with something for this project. And most of the times with music, uh, if you know anything about music, a lot of times this stuff doesn't work out. It's, uh, you know, you try it and, and you see what you can do and then it doesn't work out. But this time it seems like it's working out. We actually wrote a song for, it's a cartoon kind of a thing. It's almost kind of like the Avengers. There's like superhero cartoons. And to give you a real s short synopsis, it's these footballs that are uh, basically uh, like a holy grail that is in each stadium. And there's these bad guys that are trying to get the footballs out of each stadium. There's these uh, good, the good guys, the bad guys are trying to get the things out of the stadium. The good guys are called the Guardians. We wrote a song to this, to this cartoon, and it's called uh, We Are the Guardians. It sounds and very hairbandish. Uh, yeah, it is actually. <laughs> actually, it's very. What's funny is it. It took me out of my element for writing because it's actually a song that's very. When you hear it, you'll be like, "Hmm, Brad doesn't usually write like that. Right. It's very heavy. It's very, uh, uh, you know, it's a, it's guitar." A combination of Michael Bublé, Frank Sinatra, and Motorhead. Yeah, absolutely. It's a good mix. Good mix. But the song is actually going to be. Um, it's ninety-nine percent. Uh, sure now that it will be used as the um, the uh, the song for this this cartoon and it's called we are the guardians Dave and I wrote it uh, we uh, it will be actually what, what we're being told from Nickelodeon who's going to air this this cartoon right Nickelodeon has the cartoon and it's going to be airing November 30th they're going to do two shows back to back so it'll be an hour of this cartoon and I believe there's going to be 10 episodes throughout the season uh, after, throughout the next couple of months that kids will be able to watch. It's a kid's show, a uh, kid's cartoon, and it's pretty cool. I saw some, some brief um, parts of it. It's pretty neat, actually, uh, and we're excited. Uh, it's also going to be on iTunes. You'll be able to purchase it on iTunes for 99 cents. Well, and here's the thing. So you, you start out, you're in bands, you're underage, you, you're doing all that stuff, and then you decide to be a professional and you get into real estate. Mm-hmm. And then you get the bug back, you get back into music and real estate, you get married, you have a child, and, and we were talking about, I, I can't figure out how you could be somebody, and I think a lot of people would be surprised about the fact that you are a person that is diagnosed with a mental illness. Mm -hmm, absolutely. And, and that's the, mental illness, unfortunately, to the, to the mass population is such a dirty word. Absolutely, it was a dirty word for me too. So why don't you tell everybody a little bit about um, 
how you deal with your mental illness. Sure, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I do have. Uh, it's kind of funny when I, when I think of myself as having a mental illness. I, I, it's kind of funny for me even to say it because well, I don't think I have it. One but I do. Cuckoo's nest is what uh, you yeah, think absolutely. of. Yeah, absolutely. Like mental illness. And up until of... up until uh, 2002, I think is when I had my first episode. I have what's called general anxiety disorder. Uh, part of that disorder is um, obviously the anxiety part, but there's the other part that is the the real ugly part, which is panic attacks. And a lot of people think panic attacks, and this is what I thought before I started having them. They think panic attacks are when you're in an elevator and you start getting you get a little excited because you're maybe nervous of an elevator or you're nervous of spiders or or dogs get you worked up that's not a panic attack a panic attack is something that um is that is not the environment has nothing to do with it okay these panic attacks come out of nowhere and it's basically the feeling that you get is a the way i can explain it and the way i explain it to my parents and my family and friends is imagine laying down or sitting at the, at the TV, you're watching TV, and you're sitting there, and you know the feeling you get when you're almost in a car accident? Yeah. That feeling of adrenaline that just rushes through you. Heart starts pounding, you get that just a burst of adrenaline, okay? That's kind of what a panic attack feels like, but there's no accident. There's no car that's going to hit you. So if that makes sense, that, so that's what it's... So you keep going to the kitchen to get some popcorn, you get the popcorn, and then all of a sudden... The same way that you would feel with almost yes. getting into an accident is how you would feel just naturally walking in the kitchen. Absolutely. That's, that's how it feels. And even more so, what's, what's interesting about panic attacks that people don't realize is, is that it pretty much can mask itself as any physical feeling. So if you look at the diagnosis of a panic attack and you look at the list of things that you might feel or that might happen to you during a panic attack, it is unbelievable. You can get rashes, racing of the heart pain down the left side of your body like as, though that, like as though you're having a heart attack. You can get all kinds of things from panic attacks. Um, now, what happens in between the panic attacks is called anxiety. Right. Because what happens is you have a panic so attack. Now you're worrying about it. Exactly. Now, what happens is in between each panic attack, you're worried about what? Having another panic attack. So you become uh, very nervous and, 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 and anxiety. You get like a pressure in your chest all the time. You can't relax. Um, the other things that can happen too is you become agoraphobic and agoraphobic means that you have a hard time leaving the house or that you're, you don't want to go into other situations. I actually had that for about three weeks when I went through my first episode. Uh, I could not leave the house and people look at me and they go, how could you of all people be somebody that had anxiety so bad that you couldn't leave the house? Because they see me singing right. in front of people. They see me talking in front of people. They see me doing all these things that, uh, that maybe other people would be a little nervous to do and I have no problem doing it. Uh, it's not the same thing. It's two totally different things. This is a, a condition that my, my, my brain is not uh, uh, providing enough serotonin and it's not providing enough of the, the right chemicals in order for me to cope with different situations or, or whatever. So it, it gets very deep. So it, so it has nothing to do with the stereotype where you see that nervous person on, mm -hmm. on the side there and he's just no. basically uh, introverted and he's just fidgety and it has yeah. nothing to do with that nor well, does it make you like freak out no and the reason why anxiety is a normal feeling right for human beings anxiety is a normal feeling okay the problem is is when there's no reason for the anxiety that's where this condition is is the problem and how did you figure this out well in 2002 i don't know the exact date i probably should but it happened back in about 2000 2003 i was about 31 or 32 years old I was in the office and started getting a little dizzy one day. 
walking down the hallway. I thought, oh, I need to eat something. Maybe I'm just hungry. So I grabbed some crackers, had some crackers. Two days later, got the same feeling again. We were out for dinner and got this weird, like a dizzy, like you're for, like a out of body kind of weird feeling, okay? Just didn't feel right. Went to the bathroom, splashed some water in my face. Everything was fine. Um, I'm back in the office again. I'm working hard at the office. It's like 7 o'clock at night. Now I go down the hallway, start getting dizzy again, got a heat flash, heart starts going like crazy. I get a feeling down my left arm like I'm having a heart attack. Okay. <laughs> so what do you think? You're having a heart attack. Yeah, a heart attack. <laughs> so what I did is that my broker was there at the time and uh, I said, hey, I said, can you call an ambulance? I, I think I'm, uh, there's something wrong. With me. I might be having a heart attack. And he calls 911. The ambulance comes, picks me up, go into the hospital. They do all these checks and stuff. Nothing wrong. Now, three, four, three weeks go by. I'm in the hospital emergency room 11 times. Wow. And four of those times I was taken by an ambulance because I thought I was dying. Because you're convinced something I'm physically convinced is something, wrong with you. Exactly. And what, that's what panic attacks do. Panic attacks and anxiety will make you physically think there's, that they'll think there's something wrong with you. I think I know like 17 people with this. You'd be surprised it's how many amazing. people have it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm actually thinking in my head. I know I'm, I'm exaggerating, obviously, but I'm thinking maybe three people. Mm-hmm that really fit that bill. That yeah. I, I never knew that. And there's a lot of people in it. There's actors, there's, there's singers, there's politicians, there's any, any person that you can think of that you would think, oh, they, there's no way they would have that. Right. Um, you can have it. it. And it's nothing to be embarrassed about. I'm very, very open about it. And the reason I'm open about it is I don't want anybody to think that, yeah, it, that you can't survive with this. I was just going to remind you that if you're not open with it, unfortunately, people are going to be hearing this. So I just wanted to warn yeah. you. So you're okay with this? This is how I show up. All right. This is how I show up. So it, you know, hopefully they understand that, that I'm showing up, that I, that I have a mental illness. But it doesn't stop me. It doesn't, it doesn't, here's what, it doesn't define me. It, it, you know, it's something that, that I have. Uh, and I do take medication to right. keep, it un, you know, keep it at bay. And it's, uh, Zoloft is the medication I take. And it works great. And it's not something that makes you feel happy. And right. you know, it, it just basically all it does is it allows um, the brain to create more serotonin so that I don't have the depletion and that I can go on without having anxiety and panic attacks. I still have anxiety. Well, when I, just even sometimes when I do the show, I, right. I have anxiety before we start. You know, anxiety is a normal feeling. It's, it's the anxiety that doesn't have a reason. Well, good. Or now, place. <laughs> anybody listening to this, um, if you have those symptoms, if you feel as if you're going to have a heart attack and there's nothing physically wrong with you, you might want to talk to a professional and you're Absolutely. involved in an organization if you want to... Yes, uh, I'm involved in the Mental Health Association. Um, actually, now it's called the Greater Reading Mental Health Alliance. Um, I'm the vice president on the board there recently. Uh, actually, Jeff got me into this uh, at one point, and then he had moved on and did some other things. I stopped being crazy, so I let you. <laughs> so you let me do it Exactly. Now. That's good. I appreciate that. You're welcome. But it's a, it's a great organization, and there, there is an advocacy type a group. Uh, I wish I would have known about this, this, uh, this group um, when I was going through my issues, because a lot of times what happens is when you go to the emergency room, they're looking for traumatic things. They're looking for things that are life-threatening. Uh, so the emergency room sometimes, and you know, they did a great job. They're all nice people there. I love the Reading Hospital, but sometimes they're not, they're not geared up for mental illness. Right. They're just not, they're not looking for that. They're making sure that you're not dying. Right. And that's their job. That's, and then they, 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 they send you home. Um, and, and I, and I also caution anybody that has this or thinks they have it, please go to the emergency room. Please go to a doctor. Make sure it's not physical because you don't want to just assume that it's, that it's physical, that it's not physical and that it's a mental illness because it could be something more than that. Um, so, but, uh, 
like I said, I, I think it, it's something that, like I said, doesn't define me. It's something I have. And if it's the worst thing I have, <laughs> man, I'm doing all right. Well, I guess everything that you're doing, it's all about showing up. And mm -hmm. parts of it is in different directions. And listen, th I think this is the best way of, uh, of closing out this podcast um, by saying this is how you show up. Yeah, definitely. And then next time we get to talk about more mental illness because you're going to be interviewing <laughs> a politician. Yes, I am. Christian I'm going to be Leinbach. Yes, Christian Leinbach is going to be uh, uh, here on the show uh, next week. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Um, he's uh, county, one of the county commissioners, and uh, I know him a little bit. I don't know a lot about him, but I'm looking forward to finding out more about him and how he shows up in the county and uh, what he's doing for, for the public. Well, listen, this is Jeff Wojtovich, and uh, as the guest host for How You Show Up with Brad Weissman, thank you very much for listening. You have just finished listening to Brad Wiseman's podcast series, How You Show Up, found here on Express Yourself Talk Radio Network.